say the one. You don't say the one. You don't. You don't say the you one. You definitely don't say the one. I mean, that's... I mean, we just watched our Carly. We know you don't say the one. I do this for a living, so I know you don't say the one. Yeah, you don't say it. You just point. Unless I'm being a prick. Well... Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is the What Have You Learned podcast. It is me. What have you learned? What have we learned? Semantics. It's a working title. <laughs> Semantics. Semantics. <laughs> Semantics. You get the gist. Anyway, <laughs> ass. <laughs> we want to know what you learned. <laughs> You're gonna tell me what you learned. Cause I'm Batman. It's like, it's like the Punisher, what your Punisher says just before. What have you learned? You have failed this city. Oh shit! It's like good. Hold on. Before we get into this, before we get to this intro, I wanna I wanna talk about something real quick. So, for those of you who aren't Marvin. I bought Gotham Knights the other day. And when I tell you, I would fail as a crime fighter. I'm going to, I am going to hoe you, dog. Like, they be tearing my ass up. Like, cause, yo, I got my, I got my ass jumped. <laughs> like, I got jumped. And I was like, I don't know how to feel about this, dog. Like, I kind of don't want to play this shit no more. Like, I'm not even that far deep. Like, I just got to a point, like, Nah, they beat my yo. They dog walked my ass, but <laughs> and I was like, I'm not using Batgirl anymore. But uh, <laughs> well, from the Gotham streets, <laughs> from the B streets of Gotham to the to the, to the San Francisco streets, <laughs> where we find ourselves to be today. Uh, welcome to what if we learn and that guy over there is justin hawkins that is i and i am your lovely co-host marvin monroe and this is what have we learned justin i got jumped by two mugs and a fat lady and got them nights hawkins um (laughs) well we've learned that you know justin can't be a crime fighter we also have learned that iCarly is still as funny as it used to be I'll give you Let that. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. This dude over here, he, <laughs> yesterday, the other day, he was like, I don't want to watch iCarly. I don't like watching that stuff no more. I don't want to watch that so Raven. <laughs> it was more or less because, hold on, pause. laughed his butt off. Okay, first of all, <laughs> shut up. It was more or less because I didn't, first, let, let me just preface this. We're gonna, I'm going to give you all a behind the scenes of how this shit works. Me and Marvin had a production meeting, what, months ago. Like not even months. Month. It was like two. It was like, it was like it three was, weeks ago. It was like three weeks ago. <laughs> it felt months. like months. It felt like months. It felt like months. But the point being, we literally sat down and planned out all of our episodes like through like February for the most part. Pretty much. So, so I knew the stuff was coming. I just didn't want to watch the shit. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. I was like, fuck it. I don't feel like watching it because usually we would sit and just watch it together. I missed the memo. And I was like, just so y'all know, I'm I'm really bad with preparation. I'm more of an in the moment type of person, but 
it is what it is. Marvin knows this and he moves accordingly. Shout out to Marvin. But yeah, no, no, no. Um, yeah, I'm just really lazy. <laughs> and when I don't feel like doing shit, it don't get done. If you're sitting there asking yourself, does Marvin do all the work? <laughs> the answer yeah, is, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah, I, I just show up. This is literally all I'm good for is showing up. <sighs> well, he knows today, this. Today, we were fortunate enough to uh, watch an episode. We just actually finished watching it um of iCarly called and he looks over I save your life uh which is a really good episode I thought it was really fun I don't yeah. know how he felt but it was really fun um a lot of things going on in this episode really technically really only two things going on in this episode but a lot of like really good gags and stuff like that and this is going along with our theme of the month which is the don'ts of dating can we change it by the way because like from the past I mean, two episodes from like this episode and the last one i kind of want to change it now because i think it just should be called simping 101 because this is where we're at right now because the dose no, of dating slash simping, simping 101. 101 okay I can even though that. this one's not really like a simp that much to be honest no it's not <laughs> yeah but, this one's not really a simp so it doesn't okay. really work for this one but the last but, one definitely yeah okay. yeah last one definitely but this one is the you know the dating don'ts um and i i, I picked this episode because i picked the episodes as well um <laughs> That no, no, do. no. Well, well, okay. It was collaboration, dickweed. We're not going to just sit here and collaborate. Act like picked- we collaborated, but I made sure to go watch all of the episodes beforehand to make sure they worked. And because that's what Marvin. I, look, we're going to be. I'm going to be completely transparent here. I. That's Marvin's. Thing. That is literally Marvin's thing. I got other shit going. Not saying this isn't like important, but I got other shit going on. So Marvin has Ooh, time. just. I don't. <laughs> just digging. Ooh, it's gotta be out there. You want me? Do you want me to be a complete <laughs> asshole about it? Because I can be a complete prick about it. Holes. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm giving you props. I'm not saying also, it's a bad great thing. Great Shia LaBeouf movie. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, like Marvin, this is Marvin's wheelhouse. Like we talked about this, and I was like, this fits Marvin. Not like it fits me to a point, but then there's just like he be he talks about shit sometimes and I'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, I don't remember this. Like Marvin remembers cartoons from like, I'm pretty sure from when he was in the womb with his mom, I barely cart- remember cartoons. I watched two days ago. So I just watch a lot of stuff. I don't. Oh, sure. Whatever you say, but just go ahead as is my fault. <laughs> so yeah, we got to watch this really cool episode um and we're gonna start off with the summary today instead of doing that at the end of this first junket here um so the summary as i see it written in my own words uh is carly as he grabs his notepad freddie yeah i did carly falls for freddie when he pushes her out of way of a truck and ends up getting hurt by it freddie has to decide if being what Carly is this way is really what he wants or should he say something about her feelings pretext here they're in high school if you don't know how they are in high school they are a high high schooler to deal with but yeah as is um and then the B storyline here is just a really fun game of assassin 
between Sam and Carly's older brother, Spencer. Yes. Which is honestly like a great, like, it's such a smart thing because the narrative right here in this episode is very, like, serious Ad- not adult but it's very serious and the game of assassin is just straight bonkers uh it's how it's, it's a little like a comic yeah. relief throughout that because like once you get done dealing with Pretty the much. serious shit they're like okay here's a come down which is like yeah, kind of here, fucked here it up. is yeah it's like a, such a like an emotional roller coaster because you just came off this funny scene now we got to talk about freddie because he just busted his ass in the shower like that's real mm-hmm. life shit. And then it's like, okay, uh Freddie and, and and Carly are kissing, and then whoop, right back into almost literally right after Freddie and Carly kiss, Sam pops up from a bush <laughs> like playing assassin. Immediately <laughs> like, from a bush. Uh, immediately. Immediately. So it's a really good uh like writing wise, it's really good to have like, you know, serious moment, joyful moment. And they do a really good job of balancing that. Uh, in this one so with that i'm gonna ask justin oh boy what if what if you met a beautiful woman one day and she didn't like like you two are hanging out you're outside you're really into her all of a sudden out of nowhere let's say you're on the side of the street next to a construction site, right? And you see a wrecking ball coming straight for her. Hold, the f- hold on. Time out for a second, Miley Cyrus. What the hell you're yeah, not going 100%. to do? No, shut up. First of all, this is an outlandish-ass circumstance. Can you at least bring it, it down to, it like, is. a normal no, human no, 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 base no, no, level? No, I'm going full out. We're going full out. I hate out. you, dog. <laughs> why, 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 here comes the wrecking ball. You don't got time to think. Here comes the wrecking ball. You jumping in front of that wrecking ball for her? <laughs> or nah? <laughs> Which answer do you want? Because there's I, two ways. I want, the, I, want, I want the answer that you give me. That's the one I want. Are you mm. jumping? You, you, this girl that you met today, like, is, you know, spontaneous, surprising. She's beautiful. She gets you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just How like, long have man. I known her? Oh, no. You just met her. Just met her? Yeah, you just met her, but she like, like how fresh. you can you like you met her like before the whole incident, right? With the wrecking ball, you probably been like talking for the last fifteen minutes. You just met her, but you already feel like this girl can be my wife. Like this is this is her. So wrecking ball just met her. Yeah, wrecking uh, ball. Fifteen minutes. You only really known her for fifteen minutes, but you su- super into her already. Here uh-huh. comes the wrecking ball. Uh-huh. You see it. It's coming uh-huh. from behind her. She can't uh-huh. see it. Uh-huh. So you have to make a decision. Uh huh. Push I'm her gonna... out of the way. Take the wrecking ball, uh-huh. or I'm going to go get ice cream. Step back. Yeah, I'm going to get ice cream. <laughs> 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 not even, not even, not even. Like, I didn't want to get married anyway. Yeah, I'm right. Like, I can find another one. Shit. <laughs> That's great. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
I don't know no, her. Enough. Bro, okay, shut up. No, like, I don't know her. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Okay. So okay. you step away. She gets hit with the with the wrecking ball. She gets hit. You're like, all right. Well, I'm gonna go get some ice cream. You go to the ice cream parlor, right? Okay. You get your chunky monkey. While you're getting your chunky money, the girl behind the register, also beautiful. You b- strike up a conversation, and you thinking the same thing, and then all of a sudden, out of the corner of your eye, you see a semi truck heading straight for the <laughs> straight for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember like I didn't it get can't the stop. Oh uh, yeah, I don't gonna be like, damn, I need to move. <laughs> like out of this area because this stupid shit keeps happening in a two mile radius <laughs> I don't like it here I'm going to another country and this is stupid that's twice in one day I don't know how much more my psychic can take because look hey if all look it sucks to suck dog so you're I, serious you can't be you can't be a superhero no matter what you do no no I'm dead ass <laughs> <laughs> No. Forget getting jumped. He's just like, I'm not trying to help nobody. <laughs> no, no, I can't do. Look, I'm not Superman. I can't. I'm not First of all, I know what I got. Go- I don't know what she got going on. That thing, look, if she ain't smart enough to get the hell out the way, we don't need to be together in the first place. Let's just be a buck about it. No, shut up. Because now let's just be. Let's just use common sense here, right? If there's a semi truck barreling towards where you are standing and your goofy ass decided to just stand right there and get hit by a semi truck, damn it, you deserve to die. Let's just be a buck about it. Okay? You just sat there and just watched it come at you. No, you know, your your stupid logical instinct and then be like, oh, let me get the hell out of the way of this fucking truck. See, if you were Freddy, this this show would be totally different. Yeah, this show would be totally different. Okay, now that situation is different. She didn't, she didn't see it coming. It's different. They didn't see it coming. I no, told no, you bull, neither bull of them saw it coming. If you're walking side by side with me, damn it, your senses better be on go. Because I already got to look out for the other shit that's coming. Like, I got to make sure you don't get hit by no cars, nothing else. And you telling me you don't see this big ass black wrecking ball on a chain? Like, dog, your senses should be probably up Probably didn't see a, a taco truck coming. Her back was probably turned. Look, first of all, Shut up. You already know these are children we're talking. We're talking about grown out. You put me in this. I'm a grown ass adult, dog. These are children we're talking about. Younger children, like young adults. Let me say that. They're young adults, is what they like to call us in high school. Bullshit ass term just so they can treat us different. But as it, look, I know me. If I see some shit not going the way I think it's supposed to be going, I'm like, oh, that wrecking ball looks a little, little sketchy. I'm getting the hell on. And if you not coming, if you can't, if you also in your mind can't have that sense with you, we don't need to be together. Damn it. You deserve to fall. Like, look, I ain't got shit to say to you because you obviously too damn stupid to be like, oh, shit, that's a wrecking ball. Or if you're in a damn ice cream shop, mind you, an ice cream shop, we're in a singular building. If I see a damn semi truck coming, I'm getting the hell out of Dodge. Also, I'm black. So when you see black people move fast, your ass need to move fast. The hell that got to do with me if you don't know how to move fast? Look, unless your feet are glued to the goddamn ground, that ain't got shit to do with me. You can be pretty all damn day. But guess what? I can find pretty in fucking in the Yucatan Peninsula if I really wanted to. So my point is... Now you guys are in the know. <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> like... 
Not a good Samaritan. <laughs> like, no, 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 don't get it. No, no, I can be. It's not just a hero. The, no, no, no. Like, I only look after himself. And if I just met you, you damn right. It'll be different if we got some time in. Like, me and you are cool. I ain't gonna just let you get hit by some stupid shit. We boys. We've been knowing each other for a minute now. There's a lot of people. Like, I got, there's there's little L's. I wouldn't let her get hit by shit. I got Big Kev. Uh, Kim, I got a whole bunch of people I want to hate, but like if I just met you, like just met you, I ain't got no loyalty to you. The hell? <laughs> the fuck am I gonna put myself in danger for? I don't even know you. I don't know if I like you enough to even save you. Hell, the fact you're just walking to me is just a mind fucking itself because I don't like people like that. So let's just be a buck here. Nah, miss me with that. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. My fault. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> wouldn't save you, <laughs> wouldn't help you. <laughs> like, if you can't see it coming, that's on you. Don't You're put like, it like that. The lessons. No, shut up. That's the not what I'm I saying. If I just it. met you, I don't know no, you like I get that it. enough. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm under, I understand. I'm internalizing it right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's gonna be my new credo <laughs> be like I like walk by somebody <laughs> like can't see someone coming up behind someone about to stab them be like that's yeah, I can't see it that's all that's them. different <laughs> if it's behind your back that's different but we're talking about a wrecking ball dog you can't miss the fucking wrecking ball it's a wrecking ball in a semi truck it, that, those are two wrecking ball coming down straight from the top falling straight on top of you Oh, you don't see straight. You know, I thought it was swinging. You meant straight down. Yeah, swinging behind her. I said behind her. You said, "Well, I'm going to shove you we hard enough to, to get you out the way." We walk. also need to. We also need to learn some listening skills. We do, because I thought you meant just swinging in a sense of just like. That's why I said what no. I said. I thought you kind of like saw it coming type of deal. Okay, that's you different. You see it coming, but she can't see it coming. Now, it's a wrecking ball, so I'm going to push you hard enough to where we can both get out the way, or I'm going to pull you towards me, something, but, like, first of all, I ain't, I don't like walking past construction sites as is when they're in fucking action anyway, so this is not even a, this is a non-damn factor. The ice well, cream one is more be, real. Let's be thankful that Freddy pushed Carly out the way, because then we wouldn't have anything to talk about today. Yeah, good point. <laughs> like, <and we're, laughs> so we'll be back in a second, uh, and we'll, you know, dive into the episode and, and you know, tell you what we learned. Welcome we back so, to yeah. What Have We Learned podcast. <laughs> if you could hear the conversation we just had in this break. <laughs> no. uh, you know, it'd probably be like a, like a, like, I'll probably like save it for later. Cause that was pretty funny. <laughs> that um, was great. I might even first, put it at the end. <laughs> first of all, Marv is out here setting me up for failure, dog. Like, let's just. Sure was. <laughs> yeah. That's what friends are for. <laughs> it is. Cause like the thing about it is Marv knows me well enough to know I don't like people that I, let alone people I just met enough to put my life on the line like let's just be a buck here like carly and freddie have known each other for a minute like if i just met you i'm sorry i don't know what to tell you i'm not batman i'm not superman i'm not green lantern i'm not your fairly neighborhood spider-man i'm just your friendly neighborhood nigga justin who does only cares about himself okay <laughs> so miss me with the bullshit because if we just met don't act no i don't like 
it's different if i'm if we like if it's like a dating app we met on then okay i gotta keep you safe but like i just mm. met you and you just happen to walk by me i ain't got no i ain't got no loyalty to you now i feel bad for you like you know some <laughs> shit if some shit does pop off okay maybe but it has to be some real like off the wall yeah. like someone pulled a gun well i don't know about that either but th- look just well, know, let's talk it, about a hero a hero by another name Okay. God? Let's talk about moms. Specifically. Okay. First of all, we're not talking about no 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 Freddie's mom. I do. I know you do. I do. Cause I got some shit to say. She's a hero. Bullshit she is. He really doesn't like I hate this woman. I don't like anybody who's okay. So here's the here's the back the backstory here. So, uh, Freddie, Sam, Carly, they go out to do a dare. They do dares for their TV, their, uh, I guess, um, web show iCarly. They let their audience give them dares and then they go out and shoot them. Um, and Carly gets dared to dress up in a bunny suit and go and ask outside and ask people to brush their teeth. Uh, it's during this dare that, um, she doesn't see this taco truck come out of nowhere <laughs> like and uh almost hit her and freddie jump pushes her out of the way jump ends up jumping in front of it and getting hit himself breaking uh one arm and uh one leg <laughs> uh can we also like it was like the adjacent leg and the adjacent arm yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was like it was like it wasn't all on one side which i guess kind of makes sense if you're like so for, for like my forensic detective self tells me because i've watched tons and i mean tons of cop procedurals means that he had to have gotten he had to have gotten hit from like the front Cause if he was on either side, it would have fucked like him up. Was on his, yeah, it would. Yeah, it would have uh, only Total. hit. Like, let's say he was on his right side, only his right side would be damaged. His other side would have been protected. So to have one arm and one leg on each other side, right? Mm-hmm. He had to have been facing it, either backwards or facing straight towards it. Which means he got like the brunt of it, which honestly probably saved his life. <laughs> probably, <laughs> like, More than probably likely. saved his life because the the impact distributed amongst his like whole body instead of just being done on one point. So he's in bed. He can't get out of you know he, he's you know he's laid up for real for real. And uh, Carly and Spencer have come to uh, see him, and you know thank him and you know other things you do when someone says uh basically saves your life because carly would have died 100 she's Yo. she ain't even like about 20 she would have died <laughs> like she would 100 die if she got hit uh and mrs benson who already does not like carly and like <laughs> like they from the get-go with the chick she is the uh, she is the overprotective hell helicopter parent of all time like number one um she has and we know this because 
the security system for their apartment is in Freddy's room. The panel for <laughs> in Freddy's room, not in the front room next to the door. Oh no, no, it's in Freddy's room. <laughs> I haven't. I don't remember all of the episodes. Maybe she has one in her room too, but it just doesn't seem like it. And uh, so. Carly and 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 Spencer want to come in, and she doesn't want to let them in. But obviously, Freddie's like, "Let them in," and she goes to this <laughs> keypad. And I kid you not, this woman has a thirty-two pin code <laughs> to mm. let someone in. It goes on so long. She's just like boop 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 boop, and she's so fast with it. She ain't missing a single button. Boop 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 boop. <laughs> and Justin over here, he's like, "What is going on?" <laughs> you let me know when it's my time to let loose. I mean, you <laughs> let it loose whenever you want to, but that's not the only thing. It keeps going. Like I have a whole list here. Read, read, the, list. read the list. Read the list. Read the list. Read the list. Okay, so first thing I have is super long code. <laughs> like, like. Wait, uh, how many things do you have thing, on the list? I have a few things here. I got uh, pounds down fruit and pills because she thinks that Freddie might choke. And right. so she makes stop. All of we're his done. Fruit. Okay. We're stopping right here. We're stopping right here. I forgot. But yeah. We're stopping right here. Let's just go ahead and get this shit out the way. We're done. We're done. I'm not, I don't need him to read the list. I, look, in a real world situation, you ain't got, if there's a mug in there with a gun, you ain't got no 32 digits. My phone phone number is 12. It is like 11 to 12 digits. The fuck? All right. So that dead. Look, that man's sniped and gone. That man is dead. He first of all, he his only choice is to kill himself or jump out a window. That's the only options he got. Unless he got a pistol in there, which I highly doubt. He got shit in there. Second of all, he is a adult at this point. This man is in high school. You out here still pounding his shit up and putting it in not not applesauce, fruit sauce. This bitch fruit out here sauce. pureeing every fruit possible. Have you ever had pureed oranges? I haven't. I've had the chopped up oranges, but I've never had them pureed. I've had orange juice, question. but never orange sauce. I got the question. What? Here's the question, right? He Freddie says he she pounds it with a hammer. So how does she make the sauce? Does she pound it into the cutting board? Her kitchen has to be a fucking mess. It looks like a damn... Like the vegetables would be terrified to go in her kitchen. Like, it looks like a damn murder scene. There's apple apple skin on the ceiling. There's orange peels on the floor. There's freaking pomegranate juice on the counter. Like, it looks like a freaking Dexter episode in her shit. It's gotta be a mess. The blender doesn't even get used. do you think it would take? Yeah, like she's not even blending it. He didn't say she blends it all together. No, she pounds it with a mallet. <laughs> like so, she just Who keeps hitting that? it until it's much. And then First of all, I don't like, want what, that shit no more. It into a bowl. <laughs> no, who are you feeding somebody with a wired jaw? So, like that's the only way you feeding somebody. Crazy. That. And she's, then now she's. Oh uh, my gosh! I'm convinced she was a drug dealer at one point. She's a drug dealer because you out here smashing up pills into dust form to make sure you know you don't know it's there. That's not how this works. And then also, she doctors tell you how to take the pill. They either tell you to take it whole or you can break it up. We don't know what the doctor's orders were. So this bit out here going against doctors' orders. Who do you think you are, ma'am? 
Think you better than the doctor? <gasps> the one that's giving you your son the prescription? Go ahead. Then Go ahead. She, she, when Carly comes back around the second time by herself, she, Mrs. Benson goes out to pick up, I guess, some more pills for Freddie. And before she leaves, she bends in right behind Carly and whispers into her ear, I, I wish it was you. <laughs> It mm-hmm. should have been you. <laughs> Tell him the next part. She leaves. In between that is when Freddie and Carly kiss, and they're no, making no, no. out the on the bed. You missed the other part. What? Uh, oh, oh! You mean the part where she, where Carly brought flowers and Mrs. Benson soaked them in bleach and then pounded the them part. with a mallet. There's the other part where she <laughs> went for the store. That. I said that. You what did? part? What part? Yeah, where she was like, it took her thirty. It's going to take her thirty six minutes exactly. Oh yeah, thirty six minutes exactly. Yeah, it's going to take her thirty six minutes. Like she, the the way she said that is so exact. You could tell that she timed it. Yeah, like okay. So what? All right. So the three things were you're whispering sweet death nothings into a kid's ear. Yeah, and then it takes you thirty six minutes and the flowers and bleach. All right, let's address those three by themselves. Your son ain't got no allergies, nigga. Ooh, 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 hold on. Let me come back for but, a second. But before, he wasn't allergic to hitting hit by trucks and look at him now. Ooh, oh, I call this white woman a nigga. Ooh, that's how you know I'm bent. This is how you oh. know I'm mad. No, oh, it's first so of all, funny. Let, let's be a buck here. There ain't no, first of all, it was just a happenstance. You should be happy that your son <laughs> saved somebody's life. That is chivalry at its finest. Something I ain't got in my heart just yet. The word, the Lord yeah, is like working on Yeah, like she really me. raised him right to do that. To to be selfless enough now, to do that. Because at this point, you're raising a fucking psychopath. You out here bleaching the flowers. You, all the flowers <laughs> dead. They ain't got no color. And beat it they with pale. a mallet. And beat him with him a mallet. And then beat him with a mallet. And then for no killed reason. him. <laughs> Like then put them back That's in the double vapes. homicide. <laughs> like, she bleached them and let that, them die. Beat them with a hammer, then put them back in the vase and sh- and then brought them back to the room. You know what that's like, Marvin? So Carly can see. You know see. what that's like, Marvin? That's like me punching. That's like me punching somebody in the face, cutting their face open, and then trying to sew them back together and saying, "Here." That's not how this works. Yeah, you're trying to make Frankenstein's monster and shit. That's not how this works. Just give the man the damn flower. They're not even for you. Why are you taking the flowers? What's the point? Yeah. Yeah, what's the point? Nah. And then 36 minutes. First of all, only the only people I know who keep exact times like this are murderers, heist people, people who play Grand Theft Auto all the time, and fucking psychopaths. And I think she's more than She's three out of at least, she's at least three of the four. You're not convincing me she ain't robbed no banks before because she was like 36 <laughs> minutes. Now, as a person who wants to have kids, let me, let my child come back and tell me she whispered, I wish it was you. What? That whole house coming down. That whole complex is getting burnt. She coming up missing uh, and Freddie's going to be an only child with no parents because everybody I mean, gone. so honest though, for Carly to hear that, right? And then, yeah, keep a straight face. Even a few minutes, she's not only she keeps a straight face. She goes into the bathroom to help Freddie after he falls, gets him to the bed, and then makes out with him. <laughs> like, you know what, look, you know what I was thinking? I was like, that's cult. a rebellious ass team. That's she's that's cult rebellion. She's like, I want what I want, and I want it now. <laughs> 
dog. Like she's not even trying to hide it at this point. She was she's like, not nah. even. She's not that even. Injured prick. That injured. The one I got injured. The one I got hurt for me. Yeah, him. I want that one. I want. Yeah, I want the broken toy. Mine. And then, like, once they get caught. And by the way, that was not thirty six minutes that she was gone. She came back yeah, super quick. That was like five. She, her her Mrs. Benson's mom since his months have gone off, she's like, mm-mm. <laughs> they man, they nope, macking him nope, in his bedroom nope, right now. Nope. I gotta come back. And this man in a robe. Like he, mind you, yep. he just got out the shower. So he's in, in nothing robe. but a robe. Yeah, he got out the shower. Yep, he ended up in a robe too. This so I call it Team Mom Three real quick. <laughs> so, yep. so she came back and when she found them, she said, and I kid you not. <laughs> Oh my! What was it? Oh my God! Yuck! She said, oh my no, yuck. She, no, no, no! She said, "Oh yuck!" As in, like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, that's what yeah. she said. Oh yeah. yuck! I made a comment about that. I was like, "Oh really? Is this what we own Nickelodeon? We is, is this what we own Nickelodeon?" All right. This is the real psychopathic moment. Calm as calm can be. Miss Benson goes over, opens Freddy's underwear drawer, takes out a pair of his underwear, and gets ready to beat Carly with a pair of his no, no, no. underwear. Let's, first of all, let me let me let me be a buck here. Let me be let me be a bean with y'all for real. All right. Let me let me get in my bag real quick. All right. I love my mom. I do. I really do. I love my mom That's so much. Trifling. I love her. I love her. But if you, if she ever in her life went, the last time my mom touched my drawers, my drawers, my underwear was when I was in middle school before I knew how to do laundry. After that, she ain't touched a single pair of them. I wish she would go in my drawer, grab a pair of underwear, and beat somebody with. First of all, that's not your underwear, dog. And you beat, ain't not just somebody. The girl that you have a crush on. The girl I had a crush. So not only are you embarrassing me, so let's just run down the list. You told her you wish she would have died. You killed the flowers she got. Now you're beating her with my underwear. I don't. First of all, we ain't talking no more. We not even family no more, cuz. You the <laughs> ultimate cock block, big dog. Like you can't let me be happy. I can't have nothing. Oh, can't have nothing. <laughs> no good things. So good. So good. Oh, it's so funny. Just, just, and even Carly is like, she's like, <laughs> Freddie's like, don't go. And Carly's like, she's beating me with your underwear. And that's just, that's a sentence you never want to hear somebody say. They're like, there's some sentences in the world. Hear, you like, don't want to hear the person who's, who will one day be your girlfriend saying that. Like, do you want to, <laughs> that's like, traumatic. Because I'm going to tell you some sentences, some you just don't want to hear. I'm pregnant. I missed my period. And I'm, your mom's beating me with my underwear. That's like, underwear. Those are like yeah, like those are the words, those are sentences you don't want to hear. And like, uh, yo, it, it, I, I, I don't know. I like, like, I don't know, like, a, it's like a serious note here, right? Mrs. Benson is being wild about you know everything that's happened like you can kind of understand it because this is her baby boy she's a single mother no, and she loves him very much um however like the person i i like i was talking to justin about this i give super kudos to freddie in this episode because he's has like this whole like it was it probably been easy to characterize freddie as someone who would definitely use carly in this like event to get carly to be his girlfriend but instead of doing that they flip it 
right? Yo, and, right, right, right. Yeah, and now it, it's different. It, it's it's Freddie really thinking, trying to figure out, like, yes, this is what he wants, and he wants Carly, and he wants her to be his girlfriend, but is this how he wants so it like, to happen? So, like, let's just, we need to have a, re- this is like a real, real, like, no jokes. I ain't want to be funny about this. is like a real, real conversation that needs to be had, just in general, because, like, in you in a modern sense, right? We see it way too often. People are like getting in relationships with people that they don't even like for real, right? Like they're just getting in it because they feel like, oh, he did this for me. So I feel like I kind of owe him to be in a relationship with him or he's a super nice yeah. person. I don't know how to turn him down or, oh, I feel bad for her because she's going through this or I feel bad for them because they're going through this or they have, I've known them for a long First of all, guilt in a relationship don't make the relationship worth it for real. Like now you're just going to be like, it turns into regret real quick because there's always, there's always going to be, because if we got in relationships with every person we felt bad for that we felt like we should have been with, we would be in a lot of relationships and very miserable and bald and going to jail like Andrew Tate. So like, (laughs) (laughs) Like it's like it's a just whole a quick slide. There's a quick yeah. slide that you take right there. Yeah, <laughs> but like my thing is like you could. There's so it's so weird to look at because with the way Instagram works and how this works, you people get in relationships for really stupid ass reasons. Oh, I'm just gonna get with him because he got a lot of money. No, that's not how this works. Like money's cool, money's dope. It's dope to have money, but. You coming in on top four shit when you weren't even there for this. So, like, you just as expendable as the money is. Or mm-hmm. rather than, like, you going to go be with somebody that like, you can build with type shit, and then they respect you a little more. And that's what it really is. Because, like, not saying all, most of us would probably be like, hey, yeah, if the girl that we wanted just got with us because she felt like she needed to be with us, we're not turning it down. But in reality... It's going to be a fucking yeah. nightmare because nightmare. now yeah. you got to, first of all, not even on her end, it's going to be all on your end because you're going to know deep down in your heart of hearts that you really weren't the person she's with. And I always tell Marvin this, and I always tell people this when I talk about my, my past dealings with people, no one really likes me. They like the idea of me and what I present to people. Like they like the nice person, the kosher person, the real person. They don't like me. They like the idea of me. So it's either or. And they want to think they can take that idea of you and put it in somebody else. And then they can just have the total package when it's not that not how it works at all. Like, and I know I'm going off on a tangent here, but me and I told Mark the last situation I told you about Marvin. The one mm-hmm. with the gym shit. Yeah. Like, don't know what don't know what they want, don't know what they're doing, but they like the idea. And this is me kind of, but the point being, like, they like the idea of what I present, but they also like this other person of what they present. So they think they can take the idea of what I am as a nice person and put that in. That's not how this shit works. It's not how this works at all. I kind of, you know, sensationalize it a little bit, but you can't that's not how this works and for all the men out there who think for all the men and women out there who are dating people for the wrong reasons 
it's not it's never going to turn out the way you think it's going to turn out because at the end of the day you know why you're dating them they don't know any different mm-hmm. right unless they just unless you just this is unless you just outright look i'm telling you i'm dating you because your money and ain't nobody that stupid so like yeah i i I, I i i like that like it's a very grown or mature conversation that freddie ends up having with carly and this is brought on and we should say that this is brought on by sam she has this they have this uh like i guess this like little scene together where carly and and Freddie haven't really decided yeah he's on crutches but haven't still like they kissed but um at the beginning of the scene but they haven't actually decided if they're a boyfriend or girlfriend yet or what they are like they're just kissing at this point and Sam goes you know like and it, and I think as in some points if you know like how you know all of this runs out you know if you've seen the other episodes and you and you can be like oh well sam said this because she was jealous and maybe a little bit but i think really from sam's point of view she's telling freddie that this because she knows that this is the type of situation that can just destroy a tight friend friend group right like he she's like freddie honestly this reminds me of a situation I was in with a boy who bought me stuff. And then I thought I loved him because he bought me something I really liked, but really I just liked the things he bought me. And you're in the same situation with Carly where she thinks that she really likes you. But what she really likes is that you put your life on the line for her. She feels, you know, she feels safe and connected to you because she knows that at the end of the day, you love her enough to, you know, put your life on the line to save hers. And that's what all this attraction is. And Freddie takes that. And at first it seems like he's going to, you know, push that down, push that away. But later that, I guess later that night, maybe. I think it was later that night. Yeah. Yeah. He's up uh, in the iCarly studio. Uh, upgrading stuff like he normally does um him and carly are kissing and he 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 honestly and we were talking about this beforehand like this dude backs away like 100 like retreats full giga chad yeah we're like full giga chad he's like no no i'm not gonna get you know because we've all been there when like you know what's happening is bad but but <laughs> like, damn it if like, she so kisses great. you so good yeah like she kisses you so good that you're just like uh but he really does he he retreats the first time and then she kisses him again and then he fully goes to the other side of the room so she's not in like close proximity to to you know mess mess anything up and he has you know an honest and i think that's like the best thing about this conversation is that he's being very honest he doesn't know what to say right because right. the first thing he says is i'm bacon <laughs> like which is like what it's like that's uh, a weird way to start this conversation yeah but what he's trying to say is like i'm like what sam was saying earlier i'm like the bacon that sam was given by the other guy for you and carly comes to understand that and he's like because honestly the only difference between me now 
the guy you say you like and me a few days ago the guy you said you liked but just not in that way is that i saved your life that's the only difference here like and if that's the case then why didn't if if you know why didn't you like me before like why didn't you think i was cute or funny or anything else before it happened so like you only think that now here's what i've learned like just not from that but just in life as an adult because like this this has like a lot of real shit context in it right yeah 100 and, and this is not like a dig at women this is just a this is just having an honest conversation they keep you and and you can take this how you want it you can be offended by it i kind of don't give a damn at this point right i'm going to be real i'm going to say what i'm going to say they keep you around for the entertainment value because well not even the, the, the attention value they know that you like them they know that stuff that's not a hard thing for them to figure out right but they know what you're going to do and what you're not going to do since you like them so much so it wasn't that he wasn't funny. He was always funny. He was always great. He was always a great person. Because we always know, they tell yeah. us, oh, you're a great guy, but I just can't date you. They, so they're not stupid. They just know that you are so damn desperate or you want them bad enough to where you'll stick around hoping that something is going to happen and then that they can kind of play you like a fiddle. If Freddie didn't enjoy doing camera stuff for like the iCarly side of it, he would do it just off the sole fact he liked Carly, period. Just because the principle of he likes her alone. So he was going to be in iCarly regardless. That's how I see it. Like now as like an adult who's been the friend zone guy that's been used for shit and who gets used every now and again, I can, it's plain as day to me because it's just like, I see what it is. Like you don't like me. You've, you know how good of a person I am. You know how great of an individual I am as a man. You just don't want to admit it because you've put me in this little box and you're enjoying the benefits of having somebody who will treat you like a boy, like a girlfriend, but you ain't got to be committed to them. You can kind of just use them whenever you feel. And I think that's true. I think that could also go both ways, though. I think there's guys who do that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. who keep you know girls around you know a stable of like you know they call it the stable, right? You yeah, know, you got a, a stable of people. Yeah, a roster. Um, and I think you know, and I think there is a little bit of that here, right? Like Carly is presented as someone who is very innocent and can't keep a secret. We talked about me and Justin talked about that. Like as soon as she leaves Freddie's uh, apartment after they kiss for the first time, she immediately tells Sam. And there's two episodes before, uh, two or three episodes before this, Sam and Freddie were trying to keep their kiss under wraps and had been for almost a year. Right, right. <laughs> like, so oh, right. it only came out because exact- Sam was getting a root yeah. canal or something like that. Yeah, she was getting a root canal, so it, she had funny guess. That's the only way it came out. But um, Carly is, you know, the exact opposite. When she when she feels something, and she she um, almost immediately has to get it off her chest. Um, and I think that's one of the interesting things about this conversation at the end of this episode is that. 
she just straight up says to Freddie, like, I thought you wanted me to be your girlfriend since forever. Like, and like, and I'm here and, you know, I, I'm, I'm willing, you know, I'm here doing it. Why is this not enough? And, you know, Freddie is like, just, just straight up. And this is such a, like a boss thing from Freddie. And Freddie's just like, Hey, let's wait. And, 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 after all of this stuff, all you know about me saving you and me being hurt and me being in the cast, after all of that's done, then after that, if you still like me, we can date. Now, but, unbeknownst to Freddie, it would take like, like a whole this, decade. Like this would, it, yeah, it'd be like a whole decade before that happened. But even even then, even on to you know Justin's point, to your point earlier, um, I think. Carly like really does like Freddie to an extent. Right. I think when for them it's you know uh more about um like the friendship that they have is what it's right. more about for them. Um because before you know they kiss for the first time, you know, uh Carly's going through his room, right? yeah she's like messing with his stuff and and checking in his drawers and stuff like that and it gives off of like she's like she likes you know being in his room she likes seeing the stuff that he has she thinks it's all cute and whatnot so i think at some degree she does but she just she's not there yet right Right. And, and it takes time to develop feelings i think that's you know super fair and sometimes I don't think it's like malicious no. from girls, from women or but men. Sometimes I think, you know, and it can't how, hurt. I'm not saying it's, you know, it can't hurt. I'm just saying sometimes it's not like, oh, I'm keeping him around like twirl mustache because, you know, I want his attention. Sometimes it's just, you know, a girl who's just like, I really like hanging out with this dude, but I just, I don't want a relationship. Which is like, fine. But there are instances where no one says anything. That's when the issue gets out of hand. Like, it's cool. Like, I don't think people get it. Like, how simple... Because we've had these conversations before about, like, how simple shit is. Like, we make shit so complicated that it's just weird. Like, because now I'm noticing that more. Like, as... Like, we had that conversation months and months ago about how simple stuff is. Like, months and months and months ago. And now it's just like, okay, like, cool. You don't like me like that? Fine. Just let me know and I can move accordingly. Or if you found somebody and you don't want to really, like, we just, that's cool. You just got to tell. If no one knows anything and they're left to their own devices, that's when stuff becomes a problem. It's never a problem. It, it, yeah. That's actually my last thing that I learned from this. That's my last big thing, right? It's. Right. And I I wrote it down right here. Here it is, right? It says, always be truthful with your feelings. If we would be, if, if people were able to just be like, hey, this is what I'm feeling right now. And being able to communicate that in a way that the other person can understand it. Like, hey, like and it, it, even if it's like 
like i think it's super okay to be undefined about what your feelings for a person is be and as long as you're honest right like i have at times like like hang out with a girl or a couple girls right and and been talking to some some of them and be like hey i don't really know if i want a relationship right now and i don't want to waste your time if that's what you're looking for but if you still want to hang out with me right and you know be cool that's great like but right now i'm not in the space to be like oh i want to be you know on my way to you know a relationship or committed relationship right, right now i just want to hang out that's it or and when you're like that you're just you know i think easy yeah you, it's, you can some you can respect that it like it both people understand where they stand in this in this whatever relationship situationship talking dating whatever it is if you just talk it out having the hard conversation that's the best thing about this episode was that the in the conversation that carly and freddie have is difficult right for both of them because carly feels like she she is in essence using freddie a little bit right because, after this like, conversation it's crazy how this happens because it happens in so many different aspects of life right where i kind of alluded to it earlier where you feel where you feel you need to be with somebody because something happened right yeah so like and sometimes that's a positive thing sometimes that's a bad thing like i know people who aka are, trauma bonding that part like trauma buddies like mm-hmm. that's real like i don't think people understand how real that shit is like especially mm-hmm. if you never i haven't experienced that before I don't have too many. Well, I have, but most of them are with my family. So it's not like a crazy, like we know how to deal with each other. It's never been with like, oh, this happened when I was dating this person. So I'm forever bonded with this person. Or mm. now to, for point of reference, me and Marvin are trauma bonded forever because I still oh, feel yeah. bad for some shit that happened in college. Like college, years yeah, ago. college was college was a doozy. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you mind if I just give him a brief summary of what happened? So that I you mean, yeah, understand? go for it. I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so because I didn't know because it's been a minute. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I don't feel bad about this. By the way, you know, like <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> so another case of Justin giving bad advice. One. Well, it wasn't bad advice at this point. It, it wasn't, wasn't bad advice. It was. It was like real shit advice. Like because I knew how Marvin. Yeah. Moved. So there was this yeah, girl, and, and it was not his fault. Like no. at, at any point, this was not his fault. <laughs> but I felt really bad because it happened so fucking quick. So we yeah. were in our edit lab, and because I felt good about this point, because we had a whiteboard, I drew some shit out. I was like, "Dog, you like you gotta, yeah. you gotta get in there with this shit. Like you gotta be upfront and honest about how you I feel about girl. this." There was a girl that I liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah didn't and, go to didn't go to our went to our school but left by the time this had happened uh but i was still in contact with uh, right. and i had a crazy crush on her and like it was to the point to where because me and marvin are kind of moved the same if we keep talking about somebody enough like we're like all right so the fuck you going to do about it like now like you keep talking about her you keep saying stuff about her like you need to make a move because now i'm tired like it'll and it happens like now we're tired of hearing about it like what yeah me and marvin have these conversations like every other month because i get bored quick but 
in this aspect of this one was like I was like, dog, you just got to tell her, like, be upfront, like, because there's nothing wrong with being upfront about how you feel about somebody. And worst case is, well, I didn't say this, but in my mind now, if I, if I was me now back then, I would be like, worst thing she can say is no, but at least you said what you had to say. So what she did, what she did, she said no. She said what no. She did. It was a, she said it was no. a dumbass. No. Like, still to me, the no was like very like. It was vague, but it was. It was no. very vague, and not like a like because you know how when people tell you stuff and they'll be like, "Yeah, no," and then they gave you an explanation. The explanation was such bullshit. I was mad because I was like, I felt, I felt like you're lying to me because like it doesn't make sense. Your no doesn't match your actions, and that's when I get pissed off with people. Is like don't. And and it happens. It's normal. Like people can say stuff and their body and their body language means a totally different thing. I get it. It's normal. But like when it comes to certain people that I mess with, don't sit out here and because I'm dealing with that now, or I dealt with it now, where somebody was talking some type of way about me, but their body language reflected another. So like to and Marvin, because I was there, I wasn't there when she was there, but Marvin filled me in enough to feel like, and I was, and I'm so close with Marvin, and we're so tight. Like, and I'm an empath at heart believe it or not that i when he when it happened i was like that's some old bullshit dog because the way stuff is happening and the way she's talking and the way y'all talk there's no reason in my mind logically because i'm not as smart as marvin but damn it i got some good common sense and i have a good vibe about how people move there's no reason this should have been said the way it was said because y'all are way closer than that I'm not saying he was owed an explanation. I'm just saying there should have been a more respect level there than the bullshit reaction and bullshit answer that he got because it was such a roundabout type of way of like just saying, I like you, but I let somebody shoot the club up and I can't in my mind rationally leave them because there's one and there's a bun in the oven type shit. So like it, I felt bad because I felt like I put my friend in a position to fail. And I never want to put anybody that is associated with me around me who deals with me that I consider a close friend. And when I mean close friend, I mean like close friends, not somebody who just calls me a bestie type shit because they just want to feel good about themselves. I'm talking about people I am close with like Marvin and a bunch of other people. I don't want them to fail. So when that whole thing went down, I I apologized to Marvin for like a month straight. He did, and it was I, just like even then I was like, "It's okay." <laughs> like, like from my point of view, it was like already on a decline. Like, like there was nowhere for it to go other than down <laughs> for me. Right. <laughs> like, like it was a bust. Even when I like he did. You know, he he you know, he did what a best friend was supposed to do as as far as I'm concerned. You know, they're supposed to, you know, be your support, be the person who is like, Hey, why wouldn't she like you? <laughs> like, right? And right. you know, he did what you know he did. And then I, you know, I asked and she said, you know, roundaboutly, but ba- the the gist of it was <laughs> like, uh, no, we could just be friends. We can still hang out. Like, uh, which you know then became my decision at that point which i was like i don't know if we should hang out much because i don't think i could be around you and and not like you like you so right because like this is the part where me and marvin get different this is where we get different marvin knows i don't cut people off as well as marvin does 
then now That's I true. can kind of, it's 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 a little easier for me now because I can kind of be like I don't I have my do's and don'ts and also I hold people to the same standard I hold Marvin and I hold and I have people like there's like three to four people who I know are my like my dogs and I hold them to this I hold everybody else who wants to rock with me to their standards so I know Marvin wouldn't go turn his back on me for any other reason outside of me being an asshole to him even then that's a stretch like yeah there and so like when that type of stuff happens i'm like you can't you can't do that because once we cross that threshold and and it makes sense why i've heard women say i can't date nobody in the friend zone once we cross that threshold and i feel like shit got left i can I can let it go and be like, look, it didn't work out. We can still be cool because that's the type of person I am. Marvin is just like, all right, bye, bitch type yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm not like, I, yeah, I, it's not like I'm trying to be like, bye, bitch or nothing like that. It's more <laughs> from my point of view. I'm not trying to be. It's just from my point of view. I like, I know myself and, and at a certain point, especially, I, w- I don't even think this w- one was intense this girl that i had a crush on was very intense um i pretty much followed around like a puppy for like a whole year of college uh to the point where my other friends were like you never hang out with us because you're always with her um so for me i was like i don't think we can really be friends and see each other multiple times and and me be like oh i feel nothing for you anymore um it's just it wasn't gonna work out i have exes that are friends that i still talk to it's just this particular one was you know way out there um but you know um talking about you know hard conversations like i even after this event happened with this girl i still went uh to a party that she was throwing i forgot about that Um, oh shit i felt bad uh which yeah which uh, he was supposed to go. That's why he feels bad. But he, didn't, he had something else to do. He had something else to do that day. Um, so I I did the whole rigmarole. I I, I even took. I even um had to take my dad's car because I didn't have a car at this time. So I had to take my dad's truck, uh, and drive my dad's truck there. Uh, you know, like and. I get there and I'm having a good, uh, okay time. Uh, she's basically ignoring me, which, you know, understandable. Um, <laughs> eventually my dad, you know, texts me. He's like, I, you got to come back to pick me up. Cause he had gone to work and he didn't have a car to get back home. So I'm like, all right, well I gotta go. Uh, and she walks me out, this girl, the girl that like walks me out and on the stoop of the doorway, after we're away from everybody, we have like a conversation like and i don't even know if i told justin about this um where i was just like straight up i was like because she really really uh wanted to still be uh still be like friends and still be cool and and whatnot and i i was like look I don't want you to think that, you know, I don't want to be friends with you anymore because I do. Right. But for me, what's best for me in this situation is if 
we aren't close because I don't see a way for me to be close to you without wanting to kiss you. <laughs> like, and that's gonna, and why now that's not a problem because you are single and you're going through this. But eventually, when you do start dating and you meet someone else, I'm going to be jealous. And I'm, then I'm going to be this jealous friend that your that your other person is going to be like, why is he hanging around? And I was like, I think it's just best for the both of us. If we just cut it here, we can still be friendly. We just won't be, you know, so close and in each other's lives. And, you know, and, you know, she understood. Uh, we talked about it. We hugged. She cried a little bit and then i got in the car and then i called justin and then i was like all right i I did the thing and you know i went home and that was like the last time we ever talked like we're still friends on facebook and on instagram and all the on the social stuff she still likes stuff that i post you know whenever i post the blue moon and stuff like that we just don't talk anymore and um i think you know it was really, you know, and for me, that was a big moment for me. Right. That's where I took everything I really learned from this. You know, even though I didn't really think about this in the moment, I really took that honesty, right? And I put that in my forefront. And then I, from that moment on, and that was like right after, like that was like before my senior year of college, I think, that that happened. And from that moment on, I have always dealt with relationships with honesty in my forefront. Like I, I don't play games. I don't try to, you know, get someone, I don't try to manipulate or gaslight or love bomb anybody. I'm just like, this is where I'm feeling. This is where I'm at. Right. So I hope you like, can understand that. So like for me, Right. Because like I said, we're kind of different. And there was a this is a recent situation I'm going to talk about. And I don't care how the person feels, if they feel like if I should talk about it or not. I don't care because it's a real it's some real shit. And I think people can learn from it. So this particular person was my trainer at one point. And I'm going to be completely honest. This is my side. And however they feel, that's their side. That's their how they feel about it. I can't change. You know, it's their. This is my side of how I viewed it. And Marvin knows about this because we've talked about it. Um, she was my trainer. We were cool. I did train her because I liked her, but it kind of, I'm not the type of person who's going to come straight out and say, I like you because I need to know if you're even worth me investing my time in. Because back to like the beginning where I was being, like I was being dead ass, like in a way of like, look, if I don't know you, I'm not going to be like, I, this, you No, I got to get to know you a little bit and I have to understand who you are as a person. So like it went from us having conversations while during the training sessions and whatnot to like, we're cool and we're cordial. She got a boyfriend. I helped her with her boyfriend issue. So like we were cool. And recently, um, cause I'm not going to say like the other stuff that was said, cause there's no point. It doesn't hold any, Wait, it does hold some weight, but it's not worth going through because it's whatever and yeah. how you feel about that. But, mm-hmm. you know, new boyfriend and totally kind of gave me like the shit in of like, I didn't get the, the respect I felt I just, yeah, I didn't get the respect I felt like I deserved. And the picture that was painted of me through this person 
is hard because now kind of like the Freddie situation and no one, and this is the thing I don't think they realize there's a tough conversation that doesn't, there's two tough conversations that need to be had. And I've only had one and I'm not going to have the other one. The one is with myself and with the people who know me because that situation, like the Freddie situation, the Marvin situation could have went totally different if there weren't people there for me to talk to with about this situation because it cuts so deep sometimes when certain people cross you or you feel like you've been crossed or they paint this picture of you that you feel like you're becoming said picture that they're painting, right? Like, it felt like I was becoming the person I had to talk to. It's like, nah, dog, you've been doing you the whole time. It's not you, it's them and whoever they're dealing with. So like these tough conversations happen in every shape, form or facet. It was just kind of like for Marvin, Marvin got to get his closure with his and kind of just be like, for real, like I can't be around you type stuff. I kind of got mine with my ex kind of sort of because and I'm going to be a buck. I, it was more of an ego thing for me. And I hate to say that because it was, and I, and I would like to think I just reached out with genuine intentions. I did at first, but it was more or less for me to hear. So it was more for my own ego to hear something I wanted to hear for a very long time to confirm something with myself, but I should have just known it from a long time ago, but that's not the point. But this back to this current situation, when it comes to certain things, you got to realize like these tough conversations you have with yourself are way more important than the tough conversations you can have with the other person involved in this situation. Right. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, you can call me a jackass. You can call me an asshole. You can call me a prick. You can call me an African booty. You can call me what four eyes. You can call me anything. You can call me fat. You can call me anything in the book, but, I know who I am as a person. I know that I am upfront with my who with who I am from day one, right? I've never not been anything but who I am. I have been unapologetically me from start to damn finish. Like people call me an asshole. I was like, yes, I am an asshole, but I rock with you though. Like I, you, you know, this asshole here is gonna rock with you till the wheels fall off. Hell, till the car goes up in flames. I'm rocking with you. It, you can have no. I'm rocking with you. So like, the conversation I had with myself was like, I right, look, this ain't what you think it is, because I, I had to tell myself, look, one person painting a bad picture like out of you don't make you any less of the goat than what you already are. Let's just be a buck, right? There are people who don't like LeBron. There are people who don't like Jordan. I know this is kind of like a high bar and whatnot. There are people who don't like such and such and such and such and this, that, and the third. There are people who don't like me and Marvin just because we're me and Marvin. There are people who don't like me and my homeboy Kevin because we're just me and we're just us. But that don't make us any less of a of the greatest of what we do because you hate us. Because you hate us, damn it, because you ain't us for real. And we have had these tough conversations with each other to be like, look, and I told Marvin this, I probably have told Marvin this, or we just kind of understood. If you roll with me, there are going to be some people who don't like you. Just off the sole fact of, I'm, I rip your mouth out, 
right? I'm going to be me whether you like me to be me or not. You can be like, oh, women don't like that. I don't give a damn what they like and don't like. I'm going to do me. And if they can't fuck with me being me, then that's just how it is, which is kind of what Freddie looked. I know why you like me, but you're not liking me for me. You're liking me because you like this idea of me being a superhero and saving your life type shit. So when you like me for me, then come holler at me, shawty. But until that point comes, this ain't going to work. And that's the problem with a lot. Like, and that's, like, that's it. That's the, yeah. that's the whole thing. Yeah. If you, when you that's learn how to like me for me, and be real with yourself that you like me for me, then we can have a conversation. But until that point mm-hmm. comes, you don't like me for me. You like me for what I can offer you. Cause at the end of the day, when the chips are down and it comes to that day where I can't be me anymore, or like, I ain't got nothing else. I ain't got no car. I don't got no podcast. I can't personal train. I can't walk. But the only thing I got left is my personality. And you still love me for me. That's real shit right there. Because at the end of the day, that's all I have that no one can take away from me is my personality and who I am as a person. That's all Marvin got. That's all everybody else got. So when it comes to these, if you're trying to figure out if you're dealing with fake ass people or real ass people, or you don't know whether to mess with this person or that person, it goes as simple as this. If you being yourself offends them so damn much to the point to where they go and talk to other people about it, you don't need to rock with them anymore because obviously they can't talk to you to your face and say shit to you in person. Cause at the end of the day, it's a problem with them and not you because you've given them, you've given them the playbook. They know who you are. They know how you move and they can move accordingly. So it's either keep it simple, like keep it, keep it as play as this. You either fuck with me or you get out the way. And that's where we at right now. Yep, that's where we at. And that's how know me and yourself, Marvin have always rocked. Be yourself. Do you. That's it. Like, because at the end of the day, know what's yourself, the worst somebody can say? Be yourself. Do you. And They don't like you, and that's okay. Like, they, there's a lot of people who didn't like me and Marvin in college. Hell, we Tons. damn near turned that whole we turned, turned that whole damn place upside down before we left. We had teachers that didn't like us and said we that out te- loud. During they, class. They, they, yeah, they did. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't. They, yeah. Like straight up. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 cool, professor. I, f- I feel you too. I'm not, I'm not too fond. But like, <laughs> like I'm not no, too fond. And like, even on that front, right? I know we're going to go off tangent and we got a couple minutes left before we get up out of here. But like, even on that front, dog, I don't care that you don't like me. I only care that you... I respect you, you if you tell me, though. I respect you. I respect the hell out of you, but you not... I respect the hell out of you. But you're not ready for what comes when you tell me that, though. That's the other thing. You not... As a teacher, you not ready for the hell that's coming your way. Like, because I will always say this. There's a lot of people in this world who know me, but there's a lot of people in this world who understand me. Or there's not enough people in this world who understand me. Marvin understands me. Marvin knows... When people say certain shit to me, it's not going to be a pretty day, especially if we're in a controlled environment and I'm not in a good mood, which was damn near every day because I was tired from wrestling. So don't come in here on that bullshit of like, oh, you can't do that. Look, if I'm trusting you to deal with some shit and you're not dealing with it, I'm going to handle it. Like, handle it. Because if I got to 
speak up and say something, I'm going to say what everybody is thinking and it's not going to be pretty. And that's something I've worked on. And I don't, I don't do that no more, but at the, like, this is turning into something totally different, but the point is this be your, but it's all in, it's all in the same, concept it's all in the same here. context. I just, I think we just want to leave you with everything, with the iCarly moments and everything that we learned from, from watching this and uh, that really resonated with us um, is be honest, be truthful about where you're at feelings wise. Um, even if it's hard, even if it's difficult, you know, and to do that, you need to, I, I really like this. Know yourself, be yourself, do you. That's it. Three things. That's it. Know yourself. Be yourself. Do you. That's what we're going to leave you with today. I almost, That's said, our show. I almost had something else to say, but I mm, I don't know how I feel about saying it out loud. That's that. That's going to be our show. We, we yeah, might we're going to end it there. We're going to end it there. That we're going to end it there. there. We're going to end that here today. Um, thanks for hanging out with us. It was really fun. Uh, I got some shit off know, my chest. Like, yeah, everyone, you know, we all decompress. I hope you decompress. Look, let us know how you feel about this and what you learned about this. Go and watch the show. Uh, we watched it on Paramount Plus. Uh, I have that. They have the uh, every season of iCarly and every episode. Uh, I believe, I didn't say this at the beginning, but I believe this is season two, episode 30. Um, I believe uh, and so go and watch it and, and sit down and then uh, and grab a friend and you know have some candid conversations um, about you know how you feel about these situations and situations you've been through Ooh. Um, but this has been what have we learned yeah I'm Marvin and, and that's Justin Hawkins and we out we out Deuces. Deuces. See you guys yeah, later. we done.